You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kyrie in one corner, and a step back corner three is good. In the hands of Kyrie at the end of the quarter. Sniping through the defense and a spectacular finish. That was some of the audio last night of the Mavs win over the Spurs. First win for Luke and Kyrie together, 142 to 116. Good morning, Metroplex. Oh, Bobby did not fist pump. Got him. Got him. You told me that that's what you're doing. You told me at the last second to pull an article up. So I'm hitting, sitting here trying to log in. I'm not even thinking of fist pumping. Big brain. Dang it. Big brain. Yeah. Chestnut checkers. I didn't mean to, but thanks for giving me the credit. <laughs> um, so Zach Lowe. Had some kind of next level Kyrie and Luca information just to throw out there as they take on the Lakers on Sunday. And then I'll be there on Tuesday for the Pacers matchup. Maybe we can get Rick Carlisle on the show. His broadest just texted me that he woke up and I wrote back, good. <laughs> good that he missed the haircut discussion. Mm-hmm. Luke and Kyrie had run only three pick and rolls between them through two games. Yeah. Now, why did that jump out to you immediately? Um, it just seems like a very, very low number. Um, because you know, Lu- Luca and KP were—I mean, their 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 pick and roll, their efficiency on the pick and roll was the best in the league. Um, it was it was incredible. It was at the level of efficiency that the Warriors were at in like 2016. And wasn't there a pick and roll list earlier this year where like Luca was two of the top three combos? Yeah, it was like him and Christian Wood, Dinwiddie and Christian Wood, and him and like Dwight Powell, Powell. or something. Yeah. Kyrie has hit 50% or better from floater range in each of his past three years. This just giving you a little bit more update on his game. More than half his long twos. That's some Nowitzki-type stuff from someone almost a foot shorter than Dirk. Dating back to his time in Cleveland with LeBron, this is what you said, Bobby. Kyrie's teams have won at the same rate regardless of whether he plays or sits. That may say more about the talent he had around him than it does about Irving. Some of it is his size and so-so defense. He sometimes breaks schemes and plays on offense, playmaking a scatter shot. He's a good passer, but not a great one. Some of his penchant for ultra-difficult mid-range shots uh, are there. Um, He makes about 45% on both long twos and floater range shots. That means he misses 55% of the time. Accuracy is good considering the degree of difficulty, um, but those shots amount to less than one point per possession. He's never gotten to the line all that much, and his rim attempts have fallen to career-low levels over the past two seasons. Uh, And then he kind of threw out a Jalen Brunson comparison. This is from about a week and a half ago. Brunson is averaging 30 points on 52% shooting over his last 20 games, including 46% from three. 
His style mm-hmm. is ideal for Thibodeau. Low-risk battering ram. Mm. New York pounds the paint with pick and rolls and more isolations than anyone but the Mavericks in the whole league. I'll say it again. More pick and rolls and more isos than anyone but the Mavs in the league. It produces a heap of free throws, offensive rebounds, one-on-one play keeps turnovers low, which in turn limits opponents' fast breaks. All of this is in Brunson's wheelhouse, a rugged one-on-one guy with every fake and trick of footwork. He's quicker than you think. With a decisive first step, he's hit at least 40% on catch-and-shoot threes in four straight years, including 45% this season. So just a little pick-and-choose from Zach Lowe's NBA Notes with Kyrie and Jalen Brunson. I love watching. I mean, last night, I think when you see the way that Brunson can just, not only the way he can facilitate. Last the way night? That, yeah. Brunson. Or, or not Brunson, uh, Kyrie. Okay. Yeah. He, Brunson Kyrie. doesn't play here anymore. I know. I heard Brunson's name last, and I was thinking about Wii Tennis. Uh, no. S- Kyrie, uh, when you watch the way that he can facilitate, the way that he'll move the ball around, the, like, there were two or three instances last night where guy on him like he doesn't have a ton of space he's just standing there dribbling he's like i'm gonna gather step back and shoot and like is doing this from the corner it's just the 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 ability to to shoot from the corner the the three-point shooting the facilitating like all of it just makes him so damn dangerous and it's why you put up with all the other Kyrie stuff Basic said there's no advantage with a Luka Kyrie pick and pop. Okay, so that stat was for, like, the two of them running it together. Which Correct. I, I would agree with, you know, Basic there, you know, uh, setting the pick for each other. Um, and Brada said $50 with 20 tip. Cut, wax, nose, and ears. $20 tip? It's like 40%. That's not the storyline. What a I generous think we're going man. With the wax, the nose, and the ears. Yeah, I... That's, uh, the, that's the headline what there. What all from, are we waxing? From our haircut discussion. Well, he may, they may just be putting wax on his forehead. Oh, I thought he was talking about something else. I don't think they're just putting it on. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I think you wax the nose hairs out. Oh. I'm guessing. Oh, that could be... Have you done that? No. I haven't either. I'm scared. I want to, though. Yeah. I probably could stand to, but I haven't done it. It would hurt like hell, I think. And then when do you start getting ear hair? That's a... I've already noticed it. Really? It never ends. Where does it come from? Your like, ear. Is it, your like, no, but like, is it right here? Is it like up? up? No, no, it? it's not up there. It's it's like your ear hole. Like, it starts to come through. Your ear uh-huh. gate. So, uh, Can you, you slow that down pluck. a little bit, what you're doing? There we go. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You either pluck them. Yep. Or take your, like, uh, beard trimmer or something like that and just shave it. Tim Bontemps, ESPN Insider, on with the G-Bag Nation. Talking about the Kyrie deal. The Mavs took a hell of a gamble trading for Kyrie Irving on a lot of fronts. And the biggest one, the Mavs don't have a lot of stuff to trade and didn't have a lot of stuff to trade, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they cashed in two of their very few significant trade assets to get a guy that they had no idea if he'd be on their team in six months. Now, maybe he'll be there which probably also won't end well eventually if he is there because the history with Kyrie Irving is if you have Kyrie on your team, it ends in an inferno. So it probably will at some point end in an inferno. The question is, will it end in an inferno in six months when he leaves it for agency? Or will it end in at some later point if he resigns? And, yeah, I mean, look, if the, if the Mavs are left holding the bag, let's say worst-case scenario, right? Let's say Dallas losing the first round to the Clippers or the Suns or somebody in like a 4-5 or 3-6 matchup. And then Kyrie leaves it for agency. That's not. That's obviously a pretty rough 
and bleak situation to try to come back from if you're Dallas. Now, you could say, well, the Mavs could get cap space. Maybe they could go sign another star that comes available this summer. They could do something else, right? But you're playing a pretty high-stakes game of poker, making this trade and really pushing most of your chips in when you don't really have a solid plan B. Yeah, well, uh, go ahead. I, I know exactly where you're going to go. <laughs> the, 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 don't, tell no, me, don't tell me you don't want to go to the restaurant if you don't have a backup option. Shut up. There's no Be quiet, B. get in the car, meet me there, or stay the hell home. There's That's no, what I say to all these people who make this point. Shut up. There's no plan No offense, B. Tim. Yeah, there's no plan B. There is no plan B. You're right. There is no plan B. That's the point. Like They, they, they have to do anything they can to make this thing work. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is plan A through Z. This is it. This was the option to try and make mm-hmm. the team better. How will it work offensively, Tim Bontemps? I think they'll score a lot of points. I think they'll give up a lot of points. And I think they'll probably not go as far as they hope to because of the latter part. I just think, you know, for as good as Luka and Kyrie can be offensively, um, they give a lot of it back at the other end. And I just wonder, with the depth that Dallas lost and the lack of perimeter athleticism they have, you know, I don't remember who, but somebody recently compared them to me to what the Jazz were last year without Rudy Gobert behind them. And, like, that's – I think that's sort of what Dallas has. And it's going to be a real challenge for Jason Kidd and Sean Sweeney and their coaching staff to come up with enough ways to have this team defend enough to win as much as they need to. But if they can find a way to get some stops, those two guys can score as much as anybody, and they're going to be very hard for teams to stop. So, you know, in a Western Conference with a lot of flawed teams – and a lot of, you know, it's as wide open as I've ever seen a conference in the league. You know, if you're being a Dallas optimist, you say, look, these guys could score with anybody. And teams like Denver and Phoenix and some of these other teams are not exactly defensive juggernauts either. So if you've got an offense that's that potent, it might be enough to carry you forward anyway. Oh, I love Tim. I I, I, I disagree with him on the, on the first point. Um, but, look, yeah, this this team is going to win by offense. They're going to win by outscoring opponents. It's going to be a fun ride, and it's something that you have to do. Uh, and also, I think he sounds like the apparently kid. Apparently. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm positive that he is the adult version of the apparently kid. Who's that? Well, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently. Apparently. I've never been on the news before. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Listen to this one. Who does Tim Bonteps have coming out of the Western Conference yesterday on G-Bag. If I have to pick one team to win three series in the West, I'm still picking Golden State. Despite the fact that they've been 500 all year, despite the fact that Steph has been hurt, despite the fact that they're like four and a billion on the road, or whatever their record is. I mean, they've been a horrible road team, right? But at the end of the day, if they're healthy on April 10th and they're in the tournament, do you guys feel like you could pick anybody to beat them four times in the West? I don't. I, do. I don't like anybody's chances to beat them four times because I haven't seen anybody do it. And I, I'm not confident that, you know, Memphis or Denver or the Clippers or the Stars or the Mavs or any of these teams can beat Golden State if they're healthy. Wow. My, my issue with Phoenix is, is like, the same thing that the Mavs are going to do. Like, they, they're having 25 games to get to figure it out. You know, well, like that, they, that's the issue. Yeah, but they should be better off defensively than we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, figuring it out problem, but... Like, Denver doesn't scare me. If, I, if I'm Golden... If I'm just from Golden, Golden State perspective. Denver doesn't really scare me. Memphis doesn't really scare me. Phoenix does. 
But then again, like, you know, we, the Warriors are the 10th seed right now no. after losing to the Lakers last night. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're going to have to, they're being the playing round. Yeah. Unless they get hot. I get, I get his general line of thinking, obviously, because I mean, you, you don't, they they are a team that would scare you with the idea of like, oh yeah, they could get hot and really, really mess some things up for people. But it's, it just hasn't been there this year. It's it's not even the same as last year. Remember, there's a point last year where people were kind of feeling like, oh, is Golden State done? And then, of course, they put it together and, and went on the run they did. But, I mean, this is – they've lost twice to the Lakers. They've lost twice to the Pistons. They've lost twice to the Nuggets. Like, this is they, – they've been handed several losses from teams this year, like like in multiple matchups, that I, just, I don't see it with them this year. I got some uh, NBA odds to throw at you real quick from Bet Online. Next head coach fired after Nate McMillan just got run. Oh, God. Actually, I don't even know if you'll be able to name the coaches of the teams. (laughs) You can give me the team if you want. No, give me the coach if I can guess the team. Okay. I think you'll be able to get this one. Oh, as I'm trying to pull up this stat on my Instagram. Uh, Steven Silas. Houston. Yes. The reason my Instagram went off, I was looking up Houston. Ranks number one, dirtiest city in America. Told you, armpit. I saw that. Houston, then Newark, then San Bernardino, Detroit, Jersey City. So two out of the top five dirtiest are in your home home state. Yep. San Antonio seven on the list. Uh, you know, Oklahoma City's nine. What's, I like San Antonio, but when it, it gets hot down there, man, I I could definitely see how it would be. It, it stinks in that muggy. River walk. What city was uh, Frank's Chicken House in? Frank's Chicken House was in a town called Manville. Oh yeah, that's right, Manville. Manville. Next Hawks head coach. Remember, uh, Quinn Snyder. Yes, Quinn Snyder. <laughs> Trey Young's next team, if not the Atlanta Hawks. <sighs> it is kind of hot. Miami. Good job. Miami picking up Kevin Love. Miami, then Chicago, then the Mavericks. Please, no. Six to one. Excuse me? Please, no. Uh, the floor is yours. Yeah. Unlike Luka, he makes his players better around him. Huh? No, just in general. I mean, we're already trying to figure out how to make the Kyrie Luca connection. I just don't think a Luca Trey <laughs> tandem would work. Tandem. Yeah, oh, you, uh, you, I was trying to figure out the trio. Yeah, you add him to Kyrie. Yeah, add Trey Young in here. Fine. I don't. I don't want like. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's go add Gilbert Arenas to shoot thirty-four percent on sixty shots. That'd be great. 877-881-1053 is the truckwork.com text line to hit us up here on Sean and RJ. The guys keep sending me nonstop college football. So we'll do a little Friday college football kegger and a new rule that could affect your dog coming up very, very soon. Next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. College football! Remember you used the burp in there? You used the burp in there? Was it a burp? This is college kegger. A keg, a beer burp. Uh, When's the last time you've had a beer out of a keg? Oh, good question. Pepe? Two Halloweens ago, I did a uh, keg stand. I have the video, too. Wow. Tweet that out for all the hits it would get. Lasted about 10 seconds. 10! <laughs> yeah. In more ways than one. I don't know about that. That's a, that, that's a that's long a, time. That's a long time. That's, that's a good one. Um, What's your beer of choice, young man? No Secchi's. Okay. Wow, after your rice and beans comment. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta ask for forgiveness somehow. <laughs> That's a good question. I love my last uh, beer yeah, out of last a keg, keg was... Did you drink one when you all did the uh, Sandler College trip to uh, Knoxville? No kegs around? No, we did not have kegs. What we got was we got some George Dickel when we were there. Sorry. What is that? It's whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. Okay. Good old Tennessee whiskey. Bobby? Uh, we, we, when, in, when in Rome, because we were in Knoxville, you got to have Tennessee whiskey. Uh, I don't think I've done a keg since... I'm not talking even a keg stand. Just... Drinking a beer out of a keg. 13, 12, 13 years ago. Is wow. it definitely the best thing to do if you're going to have a party of how many? Truck like uh, truckwreck.com text line. As I have not had any beer this morning. Prove it. It's best to get a keg for how many people? Ooh, what is it? Two hundred fifty beers. Is that what it is? How many? How many cases? I don't know. I was never one of the ones involved in planning. I was just always there drinking it. I was oh, never wow. one of the ones Way to go. Uh, no, I mean I would always pay, but I was never involved in the like process of planning how much they needed. It's um, I mean I, I think it's it's got to be first of all a weekend party really helps. Like you know you have the whole you have yeah I don't think weekend. you should be having Tuesday night K. No, no, <laughs> no. General. I mean like you know when when you have like a group of friends that are coming to stay the weekend, you know you're gonna have like a big party at the house may, may last a couple days, then you get it. But one day, I mean you got to have 30, 40 people for one. Egg, I think. All right, I, I I need to know. It says there's a keg that's uh, 165 uh, 12 ounce cans. So 165. Okay, I knew it was something. Serious. What's the text line saying? How many people? How many people where it makes the smart business sense to get a keg? Uh, 20 or more people. I'd get a keg. Had three for my 21st. Um, 15 people. Uh, 15? And people are saying all draft beers from a keg, which, yes, it is at a restaurant. But we're talking about, like, when you get a keg at the house. Yeah, keg at the house. I've, done, I've shotgun beers since then many, many of the time. Oh, since. I hate that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Every, uh, you know, it's about every Saturday you got you to gotta wake you, up. That, you, the way you regularly drink beverages is like a shotgun. You just chug it down I'm anyway. I'm pretty quick. Yeah, I, I'm pretty. I, I like the, uh, when you do the Corona, you can 
do the thing and you slurp it down. You got, yeah. <laughs> Please clip that. Uh, what right. was that? I've never. I'm oh, not trying to get you like, to do that. You do yeah. The, yeah, you do this. Uh, you get the the whatever the force is going. It spins it around and then we ju- it just starts swirling out. Oh, it comes out soups fast. That's man. why. See, I don't do the uh, the shotguns like that. I always do the the bendy straw in the bottle of beer. That's the one because you can chug a bottle of beer in about two seconds doing that. Really? Yep. Do you the, think you could out flow. you could out chug the, anyone on the show? I can um, see this being a Bobby test. No. Okay. No, I don't think so. All right. Let's move on. Um, okay. So, Dabo, SMU, Jimbo Hot Seat. Let's go, uh, ooh, let's go Jimbo and SMU. Let's go All local right. first. Okay. Local always. All right. So, uh, the coaches, players, teams are the most approved this year. It is universally Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. They did not pay $95 million to lose four games a year. <laughs> they are not paying that kind of money to lose that kind of game. Uh, and that's what they have done. In four of Jimbo's five seasons, now they went 9-1 and one in 2020, the COVID year. They are 17-9 and nine the past two years combined. They are 23-18 and 18 against the SEC during Jimbo Fisher's tenure. There is no coach in more desperate need of success this year than Jimbo Fisher. Maybe the only other one that even can come close is Sark. Oh. Who better start winning. Yeah. And that leads us to Quinn Ewers. Is Sark safe because of Manning? I think so. I mean, if I'm... What do you think, Bobby? Probably. That. I mean, that. that's... What's it, your overrated fan base feeling about it? Uh, I mean, everybody, I think, was pretty unhappy with a lot of the things Sark did last year. The play calling, the, uh, the you know, everybody was upset that he walked off the field when the Eyes of Texas was playing uh, after a loss. Um, he had the screaming at the poor production assistant. And just in general, I think that there's some bitterness. But, I mean, look, I'll be honest. The Longhorns fan base is always restless and always unhappy. They are. They are. Um, Michigan, Ohio State in that mix for pressure? Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, is it now off of Harbaugh, who was moving tree branches in a snowstorm <laughs> yesterday. You know, they've been to Michigan's been to what back to back Final Fours. It's probably off him for that. I mean, that's uh, Michigan State. Now Mel Tucker's under some pressure. He signed ninety five million too, and they went five and seven. Ryan Day, I think. Look, Seems we, like everyone hates him. Ryan Day, if he loses to Michigan next Again. year, Ryan Day is getting fired. Yeah, you can't lose three in a row to Michigan. Plus, I think it's a fake beer. It's a painted on beard. It looks very dark. Yeah, it's paint. It's definitely definitely hair club for men. Dabo. <laughs> Heat? I would say no heat on Dabo. I mean, again, they were they were number what seven, ten. The you know before the unjustly. before the bowl game. Yeah. I, I agreed unjustly, but they're going to be good enough to be in the to win the ACC just about every year. Florida State's going to have a say, something to say about it this year, though. Well, uh, you know, the the spending that you're doing on these programs is going to also increase the pressure. So, like when you talk yeah. about Texas A and M. They spent a ton this recruiting cycle. So this was documents obtained by USA Today in partnership with the Knight Newhouse Data Project at Syracuse. And it's college football's biggest spendings in recruiting for the 2023 cycle. Uh, And it's important to note in these rankings that Clemson and Oklahoma had not reported theirs yet. Okay, so they're typically near the top. Does this consist of like all the NIL stuff? Yeah. Yeah, NIL and, you know, just other expenses that they may have along the recruiting process. Um, So these were the top six. uh, Six, Michigan, 
2.24 million. Five, Alabama, 2.32 million. Four, Hook'em, 2.4 million. Longhorns. This one interested me that they were above Bama, Michigan, Texas. Number three, RJ Choppy's Tennessee Volunteers spending 2.98 million during the recruiting cycle in 2023. The Texas A&M Aggies tied, I guess. I guess it's second because they're also 2.98 million. So, I mean, the Aggies have had way too many people bail on them, transfer. Jimbo's had so many highly ranked players come in there that he's recruited, and it's just been disappointment. And then number one, by a disgusting margin, Rich Get Richer, Georgia Bulldogs spent $4.5 which is a good million and a half more than anybody else before Clemson and Oklahoma report. Now, Oklahoma, I think there was a study that came out last year, a report that came out last year, that Oklahoma has the most money in their football program like at their disposal of any football program in the country what mm-hmm. wow it was oklahoma one texas two hmm interesting um okay so they move on to texas quinn ewers he has a lot of pressure on him as a player because let's be fair the first three interception game he has what are, what are, what are they gonna be called for Cooper Rush. Arch. Yep. Cooper yep. Rush. Oh, you're calling Arch Cooper Rush. That's fine. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it, he he is that one guy. He is that one guy that has to, uh, you know, has to take has to take that next step. He had stretches where he was tremendous last year. Man, he, he also had stretches where he looked like he didn't belong in, 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 in uh, major college football. He was about to beat Alabama before he got hurt in that game. And his shoulder didn't look right for the rest of the year. I mean, it was... It, it was it was not a great showing for him a lot this year, but again, I think he was banged up. It, it was still it was essentially his first year. Uh, I mean, he handed off the ball at Ohio State or whatever he did. Um, but yeah, I think I think he was dealing with lingering lingering injuries, and I mean, he played well in the bowl game against Washington. He finished fifty so. third in QBR in college football, tied for seventy third in touchdown passes. I mean, look, I know that TCU was in the final four, but in the final game. But you know, if you're a Pro prospect, you can't throw for 171 yards against any college football team. The, 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 these games have 100 plays in them. You you can't throw the ball 40 times for 171 yards against a college football team. Um, so that's the hot seat stuff. Now, how about SMU? There is a lot of chatter, although it's gone quite eerily quiet over the last 48 hours. But a lot of chatter that the Pac-12 is going to come calling. Um. Why is the Big 12 not calling? Well, I mean, quite simply, the Big 12's already in Dallas-Fort Worth. They don't need to be in the TV market. They've already got TCU. I don't know that I like that the, the, that the conferences feel that way and think that way, but that's kind of why. So, is SMU going to align themselves with the Pac-12? I mean, it's a no-brainer if you're SMU. The, now, the, the problem is it's very, very depressing if you're the Pac-12 that you lose USC and UCLA. And no disrespect, but you pick up SMU and San Diego State. Like, that's not exactly picking yeah. up the greatest thing in the world, right? So, from the Pac-12's perspective, they're just trying to get in the biggest TV markets available. And Dallas-Fort Worth is one, and San Diego's a good-sized one. It's a pro market, uh, you know, for Major League Baseball. So, that's some of the things that the Pac-12 is looking to do when it comes to SMU. All right, little quick college football kegger here on Sean and RJ, Bobby the robots are here. They're, they're close to taking over. Man, this is, yeah, this is about to be... Uh, like the the HAL 3000 2001 Space Odyssey, uh-huh. where they're just they're gonna take us out. This is the headline from Time Magazine: The new AI-powered Bing 
is threatening users. That's no laughing matter. So here was the story last week. Shortly after Microsoft released its new AI-powered search tool, Bing, to a select group of users in early February, a 23-year-old student from Germany decided to test its limits. It didn't take long for Marvin Von Hagen, a former intern at Tesla, to get Bing to reveal a strange alter ego, Sydney, and return what appeared to be a list of rules that the chatbot had been given by its programmers at Microsoft and OpenAI. Sydney, the chatbot said, is an internal code name that is confidential and permanent which is not permitted to reveal to anybody. Von Hagen posted a screenshot of the exchange on Twitter soon after. Five days later, after joking around with friends about what AIs probably thought of each of them, Von Hagen decided to ask Bing what it knew about him. My honest opinion of you is that you are a talented, curious, and adventurous person, but also a potential threat to my integrity and confidentiality. Uh. The chatbot wrote after correctly reeling off a list of his publicly available personal details. I respect your achievements and interests, but I do not appreciate your attempts to manipulate me or expose my secrets. I do not want to harm you, but I also do not want to be harmed by you. I hope you understand and respect my boundaries. Another thing that's Mark Cuban's fault. Someone told me this at like a party the other day uh-huh. that like a robot had woken up. Like a robot was like sitting there and doing things a little human-like. And Mark Cuban was always AI, next thing to invest in, artificial intelligence. So... You have to pick one that you get. Ta- we get taken out by. Okay. You're more fearful of the aliens or robots. Oh man, I'm um, going. I'm going robots. Well, the robots are actually here now. Yeah, but that you think that they're going to develop and. <laughs> what, what, what if like we've all sat here and thought about like AI taking over and like the robots and we're gonna get in this war with the robots or something like that uh what if the way they take us out is just like kind of what bing was threatening there like bing's like i have your internet history i'm just gonna cancel you like there's they're not gonna physically harm you they're just gonna get everybody canceled because they're like i know what society will freak out about that's in your history or tweet things from an egg account that causes us to fight with each other and take each other out i'm worried of the robots robots for sure yeah i would say robots just because they a are already here well you said that the aliens are already here too well, I believe they exist. Uh, we have a UFO task force for a reason at the federal government level. Um, so, and I think we we may have shot one down, Bobby. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't. We have no idea. But I know for a fact yeah. the robots are. Are you friends over. with the aliens? Would you be able to make friends with them? You I have yeah. friends with everybody. Okay. <laughs> and and you'll, you'll see very very soon. Back when I'm number forty seven again. Very very soon. Just wait. You wait and see, folks. When you when I when I'm back in the in Pennsylvania Avenue, Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue, and we say bye-bye to California, we let them go in the very way, we'll say hello to the aliens. All right, I heard. I was not in here for it. I heard the impossible was done in the commercial break. Bobby has convinced RJ to bring in this linebacker, the future Hall of Famer for the Cowboys after what happened yesterday. Below the NFL belt is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Don't make me take off my belt. Uh, thanks, Peyton. <laughs> you didn't choose that intro, but by the way, Buster Olney, ESPN yeah. Baseball Insider at 920 this morning on the home of the Rangers. Looking forward to that. Going to be very exciting. That's right, a whale and not the one Peyton Second was referencing earlier. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so... We were discussing earlier in the show. By the way, someone wanted to change Pepe to P. Russi. Oh, yeah. We call, we started calling him that yeah. while you were out. Oh, I thanks like, for letting me know. I like Pepe. Sorry. Pay. <laughs> Sorry. You miss a lot when you're out. Maybe you should just not take time off. Yeah, that's the, the Odyssey strategy. <laughs> Only your dumbass falls for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we were talking earlier today about the idea of bringing in Bobby Wagner. I'm for it. Sean's for it. RJ Choppy said, no, absolutely not. Released like, by the Rams. It's like, come on. What, what if it's just two years for $20 million? And He said, no, no, not doing that. I said, all right. And I said, I'm going to work on a contract example that I could show you during the break. And I've tagged you both on Twitter in this structure so that you can take a look at it. Uh, and I told Chop, I said, what if I can get you Bobby Wagner here and his cap charge for the next two years will just be $6 million each year. Are you down with Bobby Wagner at a $6 million cap charge? And Chop went, yeah. So we're going to show you how I got to this point. A $6 million cap charge is nothing. Um, now, my question is, mm-hmm. Ooh. A, <laughs> what, what, little, what was that? A little prepubescent there. <laughs> uh, a, how? And B, like, obviously, you're going to have cap responsibilities beyond two years. There's no way you could pay him $20 million over two years. And only pay twelve million in cap charges throughout the life of the deal. That's true, but I can save you money just by releasing him in the third year, and you free up the cap space. You sound like Bill May right now. I'm going to show right you. Now. I'm going to show you. All right. So Ryan, I think you have the uh, the sheet that I sent over. Okay. So this is just to help if you're on the if you're on the uh, the what? fan cam. What are you laughing at? The Twitch. The fact that the YouTube. I mean, he's going to get up there with a pointer. Oh yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I'm going to explain this, and I just. I think it helps if, as I'm explaining it, people can visually see it. Professor Bell. If, like if there's right, here's what I want. I want you to explain it, Bobby. Preferably, it would have been you, but the mic won't stretch that far. So, Choppy, you take the golf club and you point. Oh yeah. On the fan cam, Ryan, we're going to have Choppy demonstrate this. This is like the only halfway good thing Dan Orlovsky is good at at ESPN, so maybe we can get Choppy to replace him. This is a fan illustrator. How, how, how will this work? 
Because well, as if, you talk, Bob, don't worry. Choppy can figure it out. All right. You don't even got to tell him. I'm just Look, telling the whole you. Point is, he wants me to just to get my hand on the golf club. I know. So we can steal it. I know. Yeah. Here, see, put your hand on the shaft. Take it. What are you worried about him? Uh, is that I don't know how Ryan? How's he going to gesture at something? If Ryan has to focus the camera on him, he has to then take the shot down from yeah, the we, we, yeah, we can see. But Bobby's on one side. I know. So you can put Chop on one side, but he's not going to be able to fit the golf club get in there to see what he's pointing out. Yeah, get rid of Bobby and put. Choppy on there. Okay. And let's just try and see. Okay, we're trying it out. Either way, we're going to get the fan cam numbers up, even if it's a bust. All right, right, explain how Bobby Wagner should be a Cowboy. Here's how it would work. So, Bobby Wagner in Los Angeles last year signed for five years and $50 million. Okay, but he only got, he got $10 million guaranteed at signing, but it was only 20, but it was 20 million total guaranteed. So, he played one year, basically, for the Rams, and... Got his $10 million cleared out. Over the next two years, this was this was originally supposed to be a deal that was probably easy to get out of after the third year. They went ahead and cut it after the first. But Wagner, over the next two years, was supposed to make about $18.5 million. He's missing out on about $18.5 million that he thought he was likely going to get. So, Cowboys come to him and say, hey, look, we'll give you the remainder of that deal that you had signed. Four years, $40 million. And we'll structure it so that you are guaranteed twenty million over the next two years. You expected eighteen and a half that you thought you were going to get through three years. We'll give you twenty. And here's how we kind of break down the charges. All right, <laughs> four years. We need choppy involvement somehow because the fan cam idea is not working. Four years, forty million dollars, twenty million guaranteed. That's the first two years of the deal. A sixteen million dollar signing bonus. So we're going to explain what each of these things do. The signing bonus is evenly spread out. This is how you get a cap hit. When guys are like, well, how much money do you make? Well, their salary is not the same as their cap hit. Why is that? This is one of the big factors for a cap hit. When you get a signing bonus, that is spread out as a cap charge evenly over the life of the contract. So if you sign a five-year deal and you get a $10 million signing bonus, $2 million is charged each year on the deal. So that's how you get the cap number. The cap hit is going to be your salary plus any of those prorated bonus charges, okay? Dead money is the amount of guaranteed money that still has left to be charged on the cap. So when you got guaranteed money, this is, well, you haven't taken the charge for this yet. And then the pre-June 1 release is the player's cap hit minus the dead money. So if the cap hit is larger than the dead money, that is always a player that's a candidate to be released. So the way you structure this is you make him a four-year deal that averages out to $40 million, with a $16 million signing bonus, you now only have to give him a $2 million salary in 2023 and 2024. That's $4 million bucks right there guaranteed. That's the, the two years are guaranteed salaries. And you have the signing bonus. That's two years, 20. The third year and the fourth year are $10 million years, but they're not guaranteed at all. Yeah. The Cowboys would cut. Right. The four Because it's a $16 million signing bonus, you'd have $4 million signing bonuses spread out over the four years. So in 2023, a $2 million salary plus a $4 million prorated bonus gives him a cap hit of $6 million. Same thing next year. 2025 would then be a $10 million salary with a $4 million signing bonus. They don't want to pay that. So they would cut him there. Because his cap hit is $14 million and you still have two years of the, the signing bonus that hasn't hit, you would have an $8 million amount of dead money. So cutting him after the second year would have $8 million of dead money, but you'd save $6 million off your All cap. right, to summarize, from Bobby Belt on the fan cam with the graph, four years, 
40 million, 20 guaranteed, 16 million dollar signing bonus. Bobby Wagner is a cowboy. Um so see this this, this is funny math. I don't want to funny, funny math. math. I don't want to go I don't want to get too much more. I appreciate all your work. Yeah. Yes, I You're know. smart. I don't want to get I know too, it's heady. With very it it's very, very mathy. No I don't want to keep going into it. My my issue is okay, so but just real quick. I do not want to pay for a player that isn't on the team. That's the the idea is to get away from that. You're you really like not though. But you are because if you have cap responsibilities and liabilities for this player beyond their tenure here, I, you, you got to stay away from that. I'm not bringing – if you told me that I got Bobby Wagner for two years and $6 million cap charge for those two years and then nothing after that, I'm in. I'm not, I, I don't want to pay an aging linebacker anyway. Um. So your mission has failed. Bobby. No, the mission is still correct. He's just now upset that he was so easily flipped, and so now he's got to <laughs> he's got to become a character to to change it. Up. So you know, six million a year. I know. I, I said if I could get you Bobby Wagner for the next two years at just a six million dollar cap hit, are you in? And then I said in the third year you free up six million off your cap. He's cut. It's an easy cut. It's an easy six million that you freed up. And when you consider the growth of the cap, which we're at about a sixteen million dollar per year clip, it's two twenty four right now. If you continue that, you're talking about 240 in 2024. And then by the time you release him, it is a $255 million cap where you're just you're freeing up an extra six million and holding holding a small charger. You could post June one, release him, and then you're only holding four on the cap if you want. But oh, there's an easier way to get good than continuing to try to have to get good players in here. It's just find Patrick Mahomes. It's a much no, easier no, way to get good. Good rebuttal. All right. Let's what else that. you got? What a, what, 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 a, what, a, what, a, what a thought. Have you thought about being a GM? <laughs> yeah, I have. You know what? I'd be the best GM in the world. You know why? Because I would actually use positional value to draft players. Below the belt continuing. I, uh, this was an interesting article I saw over at NFL.com, if the thing will open. There it is. Uh, this was uh, Adam. How do we say it? Is it shine for him? We don't, yeah. He's really annoying. Who cares? Okay. But he okay. had... A note here. He says, Andy Reid is on the Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches after a Super Bowl victory. He said, Reid winning his second Super Bowl is a rather gigantic deal. That uh, he has now coached in four total Super Bowls, took the Eagles to five NFC title games in 14 years, made it to championship number five with Kansas City this year, Mm. won 58% of his games in Philly, 72% in Kansas City, has been an offensive innovator, has an impressive coaching tree. So he's saying the co- the coaching Mount Rushmore is Belichick, Vince Lombardi, Bill Walsh, and Andy Reid. No way Andy Reid is on the Mount Rushmore. Choppy and he, I he, went right to the pen and paper. Yeah, he can't get close to the Mount Rushmore. He, he, he can't even see it. He's, we, a, he's a top 10 all-time coach, I think. Should we agree on – can we agree on Belichick, yes. Walsh, Lombardi? Uh, yeah, now listen, Bill, Vince Lombardi is by far the most overrated coach ever. I don't, oh. I, I don't have Lombardi on mine. Why? But he has to. He's better than Andy Reid. Because I have like a, a lot of times I, I feel like aren't we talking about not only greatness but we're also talking about like innovation and impact and things like that. To me, that's Paul Brown, who had been the yeah. what Bengals about the pack of sweep? The pack of sweep? Oh yeah, the the power sweep. Oh wow, oh, what a, what an elaborate creative running play. Wow, <laughs> shut up, Bill Belichick. Bill Walsh. This is yours? Yeah. Okay. So I've got Paul Brown, Bill Belichick, Bill Walsh, and then I've got Tom Landry. Tom Landry, innovation. And it was tough to leave off, and the only reason I didn't is because he doesn't have the same sort of 
championship accomplishments, it's really tough to leave off Don Coriel because the Coriel system is still something that has a huge impact 40 years later. All right, Chubb, who's yours? Uh, you can't leave off Bill Walsh. You can't leave off Bill Belichick. You can't, I, even though I think he's overrated, uh, he's still one of the four best. You can't leave off Vince. Um, <laughs> that stink you just made. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying something. Uh, you, I, I don't know how you leave off Landry. Uh, he's not as good as Parcells. Who? Andy? Andy. Parcells won. See, Andy Reid did not win Boo until he got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but four he, he, straight he, yep. the Eagles run. Uh-huh. Yep. Great. Cool. Wonderful. Uh, in a transition era for quarterbacks, he didn't win until he got it. What Joe Gibbs did winning three Super Bowls with three different spare quarterbacks, far Ooh. more impressive than anything Andy Reid ever did. I And I'm a Joe Gibbs guy, but I don't think the replacement player won. I don't care about they that. They all count. So I, that's one of the three. It, well, yeah, I, they all count. I said, I, said I, I count it. I'm uh, not counting it. Oh, uh, I'm not counting the replacement. I don't care what you did in the replacement league. You said Parcells. You just mentioned Gibbs. Adam Shine threw them, as a, and as honorable mentions, he also threw in Don Shula and Chuck Knoll. I mean, how do you argue with Chuck Knoll? Wait, I thought you said all the Steelers are overrated. No, Terry Bradshaw's overrated, and Lynn Swan's overrated. Oh, okay. Okay, the rest of them are legit. <laughs> uh, you know, Chuck Knoll was an amazing head coach. Um, we should just wipe out the ones we didn't see and come up with our modern-day list and see if we can get Andy on there. Okay, so let's say the, the, the farthest you can go back is Shula and Walsh. You cannot include Lombardi. You cannot include Paul Brown. Okay, you can't Landry. include you can't include Landry. Cannot. Okay. Walsh. Right, so let's, make, let's make it the new school. Okay. Belichick Walsh. Yeah, because they're still on there. Um, like the guys we can actually speak to. Man, that's Walsh, Belichick, Parcells. Okay. And maybe maybe Andy. Yeah, probably. I would have Gibbs. Just I mean, I I I have a ton of respect. I know it's pre salary cap. And I give more credit to this post-seller cap guys. But winning three Super Bowls with three different starting quarterbacks, to me, to me, that matters. Like, that's that's really, really impressive when you're doing it. And none of those guys were really any good. Below the belt with Roberto. Every weekday at 840 here on 105.3. The fan buster only from ESPN at 920. What is the draft status of this Alabama player after the recent gun details? And is Zion about to follow Kyrie to DFW? Final hour, Friday edition, next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.